everybody. And I swear, guys, after the technology issues I had today, this is going to be an amazing episode. And not just because of the technology issues, simply because my guest today is freaking amazing. We already talked in the green room. So it's like, guys, this is going to be on fire. So make sure you also hit that follow and subscribe button. You want to see all of the other episodes too. Today, I am joined by, and please correct me. I should have asked this in the green room, guys. I stuck with first names. Jean, am I saying this right? Almost Jeanne. Jeanne, the French version. Now we are talking. Jeanne is a certified business strategist and online business coach. As a natural born motivator, encourager, and voracious researcher. I got that right, even with my German accent. Proud of that. You're also a strategist and you became an online business coach to help people reach success. You are here to help your clients operate in their ultimate potential. We completely align on that one. You also help people to maximize their profits while being the visionary they are destined to be. You consider yourself merely a catalyst. Love that. And you infuse it, you infuse your ICF accreditation from intelligence leadership into all of your trainings so that all your clients prosper while being leaders in their business and lives. And apparently, all of your clients have one thing in common. They're smart go-getters who want to fulfill their ultimate potential. Girl, you're speaking my language. You're speaking my language. I love all of those bio and even especially with the French version of your name. (laughs) This can only turn into an amazing podcast. And my audience knows I have this first question. This first question because you never know what comes out of this and where the conversation is going to go. How did you get here? How did I get to this show? How did you get here? How did you find your passion how did you potentially realize you were best suited as a catalyst Mm. because reading your bio and and hearing all of this there's a lot of passion behind this Mm. there is what what happens how did you get here how did you get so passionate about all of this okay it wasn't easy because i did a lot of things in my life i started off as a fashion designer that's what my degree was in and then i traveled a lot and i was an actress for many years and filmmaker and I taught English and I was a translator and I worked for a Cordon Bleu chef in Paris and then I moved to New York and I was a top executive recruiter for Wall Street while I was being an actress and making films so it's just a lot then I got married and then I was still a consultant for Wall Street and then I was a solo parent with a one-year-old and a four-year-old and I thought okay what do I do now and talk about roller coaster I'm I'm not young anyway so then Young only in part. (laughs) I was like, okay, what do I do? Because I have my kids and I don't, I'm not going to get a job and not see my kids. And I thought, okay, what am I going to do? And I started a kid's blog and it became well known like in three months worldwide because it was great, but there wasn't a lot of money coming in. So my kids were very well-dressed, low-income children. (laughs) Very well-dressed. We had all sorts of designer brands sending us gorgeous dresses and all sorts of stuff. And I thought, okay, that's good. My kids are well-dressed. Good one. I wasn't making a lot of money from the blog because it was just a bit of advertising, but it got me out of the house mm-hmm. and it got me creating content every day. And I was consistent. 
So that was a good thing that got me consistent with writing content. Then I thought, okay, now I need an actual like job. What do I do? And I, I thought about it and I thought I've always coached and I used to be an acting coach and people have always asked me for advice on all sorts of things my whole life. And I was a, a director and I thought, oh, I could coach. And now that I'm living my authentic life, even though it wasn't that successful, it was still my own path. Now I could authentically say, okay, go for what you want in life. So I started, my kids were, I took care of my kids from seven in the morning till seven at night, put them to bed. And at seven, from seven till midnight, I worked for five hours every single night for two solid years building my coaching business because I knew there was no time to do that in the day. So I was seven till midnight and I didn't watch any media. And after about a year, I thought, okay, I'm going to let myself watch one 45 minute show per week on Netflix just to give myself a little mm -hmm. something. And that was it. That was it. I, I thought I can't do media. I just got to read. I've got to study. I've got to go out and get clients and do this. So that was what I knew I needed to do. I knew I needed five hours a day and I knew I needed. So I started as an offline coach and I was out there networking in New York and wiping avocado off my shirt to go out the door and getting a babysitter and a lot of hustle. And I did get to hundred K year working like 25 hours a week, which was huge because I was also the mom and homeschooling and all sorts of stuff. And New York, we were all over the place every single day. It was exhausting. And I was also extremely sleep deprived because my kid never slept. So that was hard. And I, and then I became, I did that. And then I realized, then we ended up moving because I ended up being divorced. We went through a divorce after the separation four and a half years later, and I had to move to another city and it wasn't the offline wasn't as good as New York. There weren't yeah. in Midwest and it wasn't not that all Midwest people don't invest, but where I was, they weren't really seeing the importance of investing in their businesses, that they were fun. They were just fun. So since they were fun, I wasn't getting a lot of work because it wasn't like New York. Yes. So then four years ago, I was in deep debt at this point. And I've never been in debt in my life, like deep mm -hmm. debt, not good debt, like mortgage, like deep debt. And I woke up one morning, I was 54. And I thought, wow, I'm failing. I'm really failing. I, I managed to you know, take care of my kids. That's not a failure, but I'm failing. It's getting worse. And I really got to do something. And I thought I need to get online. And I saw this enormous mountain in front of me. When you have that big job in front of you, and I got to get online. I know nothing about it. I'm not techie. What am I going to do? So I found a program that was 10K and they were supposed to teach me how to do Facebook ads. And I thought that was the answer because I was so naive. And I pay the 10K on three different credit cards. I go in and I re realize, oh, no, I can't run Facebook ads. I just got online. There's no way. And they're like, oh, no, you shouldn't run Facebook ads. I said, yeah, I paid you 10K to teach me that. So what am I going to do? They said, oh, you got to do organic marketing. I literally said, what, like carrots? Is that what? And they're like, um, no, not like carrots, Jeanne. I said, where are the trainings on this? Oh, there are no trainings on that. I said, oh, that's right, because you're teaching Facebook ads and they're all about Facebook ads. So what do I do? They said, oh, you just go and talk to people online. That was the coaching. Go talk to people. I said, that's it. That's the training. I pay 10K to get that. Okay, I'm doing it. See, I make the best of anything in my life. So I thought, I'm going to do this. If that's the coaching, I just got to make this work because there was no way out at this point. I had already made a commitment. I was not mm -hmm. going to do it again, again. I'm done. So I cut the cord, but this has to work. And I just started talking to people online and doing market research. And I had been doing all sorts of businesses before. 
But I realized after about seven weeks that coaches really need help. I thought they really need help. And I'm a coach. Mm -hmm. I dialed it all in. And on the eighth week, after 900 conversations and Facebook Messenger and 18 sales call, I got my first client. Yes, I'm still baffled over here on this Facebook ads coach because I'm like, organic marketing is what they also should be teaching in there because you still need to target your Facebook ads the right way. You still need to do what you went and done. Right. You right. still need to do your market research. You still need to know who you're talking right. to. And, and it's the same damn thing. You're like, oh, I took your 10K. Yeah, Facebook ads are not right for you. You just need to go out there and talk with people. Yeah. It's hilarious. That was my that was my very first experience with a coaching program that was just so not. But what happened was I make the best out of things in my life. Yeah. I'm a leader. And I thought, I'm going to make this work. And the community was good. They were very encouraging people in the community. So that was good. That's I still have right. friends from there from four years ago. But I thought, wow. But I learned a lot what not to do because my program I work with coaches now and mm -hmm. I, in 17 months, I made a million dollars with no ads. And then I kept going, I'm at about three now, three million. And what I learned was, oh, this is not how I want to operate. So my program yeah. we was like so much service, so much. And there was no one-on-one. -on -one. It was, you had to beg to get help. It was just really unbelievable. And everybody in there was angry and unhappy. I was not angry and unhappy because I'm like, I got some lemon here lemons i'm gonna make some lemonade and this has to work so i didn't sit around complaining i thought okay this is what it is i'm gonna make the best of it and i was one of their best success stories ever because i did it on, on my own but um and then after that i started getting a flood of clients because i did it very simply with no tech and i'm tech like not savvy i didn't even know how to use zoom a colleague had to make a loom video to show me how to use zoom that's how not techie. So people saw that. They're like, this woman is completely clueless about like online. But willing to learn, but willing to go the mile and do the job. It's that's what all it matters. You don't have to know it all. You just need to be willing to learn. And right. But they saw, you me, have. they saw me making more money than other people that had funnels and ads and all that techie. They're like, wait a minute. This woman's doing this so simply. See, in life, you need to know your limitations and you need to know how to work with them. So my thing was, okay, I'm terrible at tech. So how do I do this without tech? And I worked out how to do it so simply that everybody else was like, wow, you didn't do funnels and ads and blah, 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 blah. She's just like on her Facebook personal profile, making millions of dollars or a million dollars at that point was just on my Facebook and a little bit of LinkedIn. That's how I got clients because there's a lot of people that want to learn how to do things simply. Yeah, it's, and I think we all have experienced some of that where it's like, this way is the way. I'm like, no, it's not. So I'm similar to you where it's like, cool, spent money on something that did not deliver on what they promised to deliver. But you know what? At least I learned what I don't want to do in mine. I, t I pull the best out of it, whatever I can. Had a few of those, but it comes down to listening to ourselves. To know our limitations, things we might simply don't want to deal with. I'm a complete tech nerd. I can spend hours just testing out something new where I need to pay attention. I don't go down a rat, rabbit hole of spending mm. the next three days of just scrolling around new toys. But it's, it's nothing ever black and white. 
Mm. Do Facebook ads work? Yeah. Does organic marketing work? Yeah. Is Instagram mm. great? Yeah. Is Facebook still working? Yeah. They all are. We just really mm. need to listen to ourselves. And I love how you said, I'm like, I just literally, I didn't turn on the TV. That's I didn't do it. It's like, I just need to get the thing done. Actually, I didn't have a TV at that point. I was watching it on my computer. We didn't even own a TV at that point. Yeah. That's, and as much as I hate some of the online conversation that's going on where you have to turn off the TV and no, not necessarily, but you need mm -hmm. to also know your limitations where it's like my brain goes 10,000 miles an hour every single day. I mm -hmm. want something easy food, no brain. That's what I call my TV in the evening where it's one or two episodes and that's my brain turn off at, in the evening mm -hmm. and I need that to reset. But right. I also know and catch myself that I have an addictive personality. When Lincoln Lawyer comes on, I'm taking Saturday off and I'm watching way too much TV. So the thing is, I do that sometimes, but I could, what I knew, I knew I was in dire straits and I could not yes. afford to waste exactly. one minute, one minute. And I became very good at productivity. And my very first program was one on productivity because I was like, I am so good at being so productive. It's so few hours. And one of my friends came to visit me from Australia when we were in New York. And I said, okay, I got to do some work here. And you can just, and she saw me sit down and she was watching me. And she said, and she had a very high powered job in Australia, mm -hmm. very high powered. And she said, I have never seen anyone achieve what you just did in two hours. Like it was just like, all this stuff. She goes, I was just amazed just watching me work. I said, I have no choice because my kids happened to be out for, I had a babysitter come every now and then I said, I have literally three or four hours a day. Cause later on I was also working in the day from, you know, the first I was doing the evening and some day, but anyway, I said, I can't afford to waste a minute. She goes, that is insane. It was a very hard way to live in a way because there was not any break, like none. Yeah. There was no break at all. Sunday's a little bit of break, but that was it. And then Saturdays, taking care of errands, cleaning the house and shopping. That's not really a break. So it was very intense, but I knew that I needed to do that because sacrifices need to be made when you want to get somewhere in life. How does life look now? Life is amazing. We have, I live on a bay. Okay. My kids Guys, I got to see the view earlier. It is gorgeous. I have a small team that does a, a, whatever work I want. And if I want more work done, I hire another person. So I don't want a huge team. I just want a lean, mean team because sometimes if you have too huge a team, it's more work managing them. So lean, mean team, I outsource every single thing I can. Again, I look at whether it's less work to outsource or just manage my team. I'm very conscious of that and team building. And I'm starting a podcast soon. So that's another, I fit that in. And I'm continually, the funny thing is we are continually testing ads, continually, because I want to know what I don't know, and I want to be able to say to somebody, we've spent 60K in ads, which we have. They have not worked that well. Facebook, Instagram, Google. No, sorry, sorry. Yep, Google. That's yep. right. And also a little bit of YouTube. We keep testing. So nobody can ever say to me, Jean, you never tried ads. <laughs> because I have. And we spent so much money in ads. And they really don't work that well, to be honest. We are so down the tubes. But I am stubborn. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to find a certain type of ad that works. And then I can say to my clients, well, if you do want to do an ad after you're making at least 80K months, because that's what I think you should be making before you go down the ads route, because you're sucking money down that tube. 
Okay, you're sucking it down. Because you still need to test. Even if you have a formula that has worked for somebody else, you still yes. need to test. You need to be able for the first few months to just throw the money out of the window. You need to at least set aside fifty dollars or $60,000 just to test and be okay if that's going to go down a drain for six months. That's what we know. But anyway, so that's the, the ironic thing is we are, we continually don't give up. We continually say, maybe there's an ads manager. We've tried every single digital marketing. There's a lot of bad digital marketers too, as well. So we keep trying different ones. Actually, the best results we ever got was me and my VA going into Google ads and doing it ourselves. We got more there than anybody else. Isn't that funny? And I'm not even techie. I was like, we could do this ourselves. I'm so fed up with all those people. But anyway, so we have two ads managers that we hired now. We're just seeing if one of them will work. <laughs> just. One. Always testing. You never know. Yeah. How do you work with clients nowadays? There's, we have, I figured out over the time of 13 years almost of coaching online, offline, CEOs, businesses, coaches, you name it. What works the best is a hybrid of group with one-on-one -on -one. because people learn certain things in a group. They like company, but it's not enough to just go turn up to the group call. They also need to be getting help whenever they want. So we have one-on-one -on -one and we also have like nonstop texting. So our clients know that they can pick their phone up at any time and ask a question of us and not wait for a group call. And also I have five coaches in there. So we have a whole team mindset, sales, heart-based sales, copying content. That guy used to work for Universal Studios running their video content department and me and then a head coach. So we are so well taken care of in my program, unlike that program I took where there was no help. And it's really just my whole ethos is give people whatever they want. So there's no limit. It's not like you get one call. And I find that always very selfish. We're just going to give you one call, whether you want something or not. That's not enough. You need to know that you're going to get the help you need. So we have a 12 week and then we have a whole year. And I'm, I'm sitting here for everybody that's not watching the video, that's just listening to it. I was smirking over here because you reminded me of a past coach that I had tried to work with. Mm -hmm. I love of Voxer coaching or whatever tool you use. And we had access to her that way. Mm -hmm. But it's, yeah, my office hours to reply to Voxer is only on Monday. I'm like, if I'm in the middle of it to try to figure something out, which by the way, I hired you for, mm -hmm. and it's happening on Tuesday at lunch. And the only thing I know is for sure that I'm going to mm -hmm. get an answer back in mm -hmm. six days. I'm like, huh? No, that's what annoyed me is I want to make progress now. And I'm all for boundaries. Just guys, everybody listening, I'm all for boundaries. I'm not expecting my coach to reply to me at 2 a.m. in the morning. We all need to recharge. We all need to do our thing. But once a week, why do I have Voxer then to begin no, no, with? This is what I'm saying. It's not for the client. It's for their lifestyle. So one of my, some of my clients have actually reached out to me and said, could you please just take some kind of a break? Because everybody's, I said, but I want to serve. And I, you know, one client on Sunday evening, he said, Jean, I need some help with this. And I was in my pajamas. It was 9 p.m. And I got on a, a FaceTime. And I said, what do you need? He went, oh, I can't believe this. I said, no, I want you to get situated before tomorrow morning, Monday, and get your new offer. We reworked his offer in 20 minutes. And he was like, oh, my God. Because then the, the week would have started. And then it would be Monday. And I said, no, we need to get this tomorrow. So you hit the ground running. I want you to offer this tomorrow morning. Starting. To, he went, oh, wow. And I said, 
I just want this to work. So yeah. am I always available on Sunday evenings? No, but I'm like, this guy needs help now. If he doesn't- And I'm around, who cares? Yes. Right? It's, this is my passion. Yes, and the thing is I love coaching. So I'm not saying every day that happens, but I'm not sitting here thinking, oh no, it's not my time to, because he needed it. So we have more support than any other program. And I know this because our clients have told us this because they've been in many other, and they said, I have never seen this support. I thought you were lying when you said, I said, no, no lying going on. They were like testing it. And one woman would say, how do I get this? And I'd immediately answer her. She goes, oh, you didn't have to answer me right away. No, nope, I want to. Saturday, here it is. She goes, it's unbelievable. I just happen to be free that moment every time. But she said, I cannot believe how immediate your service was. I said, if I had been on a call, it might've been an hour later, but it was just, she goes, no, what I mean is I didn't expect you to answer me on the weekend. I said, nope, here it is. So I feel like there, there is an opportunity there for people who want to serve to actually rise. The cream rises to the top. You want to rise to the top. I'm not saying have no boundaries at all, but I'm good. I'm fine. I don't feel like people are abusing my boundaries. They've asked, I, I can answer when I want. It's usually immediately. But I feel like there's a real opportunity now with all these people that want to divorce themselves from their clients and they want to just maximize the scaling to the max and not work. I feel like there's a great opportunity now from all those spoiled people out there that are spoiled. For the people that are really willing to serve, that cream's going to rise to the top. I see it coming. And I think that's where the coaching industry is going. I'm like, I'm all for efficiency and automation. Don't give me wrong. Mm -hmm. Because when you talk about, I want to be there and I want to help you, we are doing this because we are passionate about it. Mm. It fuels me when I can help my clients. So why wouldn't I do it? I don't know. But one, one, one of the pieces is where my brain was going when listening to you is you have you have certain technology challenges you like to keep it simple mm -hmm. so the only hold back for you potentially could be just using the right tool where right. it's i want to be able to easily respond so to me it's i hate typing i hate typing it's going to have voice mm. and it's going to have the transcription in case i can't listen right. so choosing the right tool for how we work best and then just show up Actually, I'm not tech challenged now because I have all sorts of help. Yeah, no, that's over. I need something done. It's done. That was when I was on my own. I have zero tech challenges now because we have all okay. sorts of expert help. But yeah, but it's super simple. Facebook Messenger is how they reach me. Facebook Messenger and I leave a message or they leave a message and it's super simple. Yep. And mm. it's, it's, that's where it comes back to the best tool is the one you use. Right. Yeah. And it's not really about the tool. It's about service. It's just, we're on social media. There's going to be, we also have a Facebook group. They can ask questions in there. They can come and ask me. They can ask my head coach. There's so many ways of getting help. So that's how we do it. I do also have a very high end offer. That's not for coaches that I rarely talk about, but because I have the whole background of executive uh, coaching mm -hmm. and teams and all of that and mindset and life coaching. I have an extremely high-end offer called private label advisory. And that's for CEOs of multi-million dollar companies and icons and celebrities. That's another whole high-end thing that has nothing to do with this coaching business. It's like a second offer. Never gets boring in your household, does it? No, it does not. Boredom is not anything I've ever said. Well, when I was a kid, I used to say to my mom, I'm bored, but no, I'm definitely not bored. That's for sure. 
I love hearing all about you and all the things and how far you have come. My audience is one. They like to stalk all just in a good way. We all just have fun stalking. We don't do that in a bad way. Where can people find you? How can they connect with you? How, where can, how sure. Can message you? Now, you will have my link to my reviews page from my website. Also, it's just I'm super simple. It's my name at Instagram, my name on Facebook. My name on LinkedIn. I keep it simple because some people put different names and then they're, what is your handle? It's just my name. So but my website's my name. It's all my name. And guys, it is always in the show notes, easy for you to click, easy to find. And go connect with her. Go chat with her. She is open to always talk with everybody. Guys, make use of it. Thank you so much for joining me. Everybody listening and watching, remember, hit that follow button. We are coming up with a new episode next week right away again. And Sean, thank you so much for joining me today. So welcome. It was a pleasure.